what I would have done, I wouldn't go back 10 years. I go back to 1984. I would talk to the Blazers. I'd say, you have to draft Michael Jordan. <laughs> Trust <Yeah>. me, <laughs> I'm from the future. I understand. I know what's going to happen. Ooh. It'd be like a, like a back to the future kind of thing. I would come back with like the sports almanac and I would show them. I would, I, I would actually have Wikipedia ready on my phone and I would show them the list of uh, Michael Jordan's accolades. And I'd say, look, you, this is what's going to happen. But with the bulls with Chicago, <laughs> hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pick it back off yours, but go with you and just say, Hey, uh, Adidas sign Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is someone, a Portland fan needs to make like a 20 minute short film of back to the future, but trying to get Michael Jordan on the blazers. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awesome. I'm on it. I'm gonna make it's gonna be it's gonna be a full feature length film and it's, Four hours going, long, it's, it's going to be just back to the future so it's gonna have the same shenanigans pretty much shot for shot but replace it with the nba and drafting michael jordan <laughs> sounds like it, we dude. have a plan here you yep, about to make millions who would well, be doc man would that be uh would like dame be fucking running that show or who's doc um well that's a good question <laughs> Dude, I would say Bill Walton. Bill Walton. He's Ooh, fucking yeah, crazy fuck enough. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, actually, okay, here's the premise. It'll be me and current day Bill Walton. We're going to get in a time machine. We're going to go back in time. We're going to talk to the GM for Portland. We're going to convince them to get Michael Jordan. And then we're going to get six rings in Portland. I, I feel like he, he'll, be like, he'll be like, hey, hey, w- w- wait a minute, man. We got to go to a Grateful Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't do any of this. <laughs> it, it would just be me on tour following the Grateful Dead, trying to convince them to get to draft day. <laughs> All right, well, let's get, let's get the show started. Uh, we're Secret Jocks. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about basketball and we're guys in bands. Uh, I'm Tyler. We got Ralph. Hello, guys. We got Greg. What's up, everybody? And just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into it. Uh, as always, you can hit us up at secretjocks at gmail.com. Uh, we're on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn. Uh, you know, all Friendster. the fun ones. Friendster, <laughs> Napster. Uh, you know, we're on there. Follow us on there. Uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple. It helps us with the algorithm and, you know, spreads this to more ears. Uh, and we will read your review on here. Um, I actually had a personal review sent to me for last week's episode. It was just me only. It was from Blazers yeah. fan sixty nine. Uh, oh, they gave okay. me sent me a they sent me a five star review. But the thing that they said was they didn't really appreciate the trash talk. They said this is a great episode. A lot of interesting takes. They thought it was really funny. Thought it was cool. Wow. Thought it was insightful. Wow. But they could have. They thought the the Blazer stuff was a little little not okay it just was nonsense right, uh, damn. But, hey, 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 so, can, I, can, can i just say something i also got a review from warriors fi- fan 420 um, <laughs> saying that he loved everything every second of it <laughs> he wishes that um we riffed more on the blazers well okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna submit my review blazers fan 69 <laughs> uh five-star review warriors fan 420 one-star review uh, <laughs> Dude, I was wondering if you would maybe like purposely sabotage our own podcast by giving a one star for <laughs> trash talking the Blazers. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I truly thought about it and I spent the whole weekend almost doing it, had the draft 
ready to go. All I had to do was hit send, but I'm trying to get that money. I'm trying to get that, that Patreon money. I'm trying to get that advertisement money. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta keep it going. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So that's housekeeping. (laughs) That being said, uh, Greg, did you watch any of the Orlando magic games this last week? How do you feel about how your, uh, your team performed? Ooh, it is Monday. So I just saw them win against the Hornets, which was nice. But the last two games was they were hard, man. They were, they hurt. Uh, yeah, they lost against the Hornets in a heartbreaker and they lost against the Pacers in overtime in a game, both games they had. So I don't know, man, the one against the Pacers, like I'm I try not to get too invested in this shit you know that one hurt man that one like actually stung and i was just like not even pissed off i was like kind of sad which is way more depressing (laughs) but i don't know man they're doing fine now they won so i'm back on board there you go i mean uh, cole anthony has looked okay like with is he starting right now or is he I'm pretty, coming sure off the bench? I'm pretty sure he's starting. They seem to be switching up the rotation every little bit, but I'm, I think he's starting the point guard position. Yeah. Um, I'm looking yeah. at the stat right now, and he has 21 points from tonight. So. Yeah, he did good, man. He's do, he's doing good, but it's like no one's really expecting much with Fultz out, you know, so it's kind of like a year that's honestly like I've heard the talk of tanking that shit or like pushing on. And I told Ralph this, I'm okay with them losing all goddamn year but if they lose by like one point and like get me to think that they're going to win it i'm gonna fucking lose it guys <laughs> dude like if they're gonna tank they gotta like do it now they gotta totally. start their campaign now um mm-hmm. yeah it's such a dude they, they look great i was telling you earlier i love when my friends have different teams so i can root for them except for the blazers but yeah dude the Fultz injury definitely put a damper on things I feel like they would be above you know 600 if Fultz was still good I mean they were gelling it was and you know they are losing but not by much which is um they're battling so Yeah. yeah the team definitely is showing a lot of heart which is cool. And I think it definitely shows a, you know, a bright future, especially when they get folds back. Uh, so if you think they should tank right now, Greg, what is your tanking starting five for the Ooh. Orlando magic? Ooh. I don't think they should tank, but I love this game. So uh, <laughs> Jordan bones, definitely going to be the point guard, dude. <laughs> uh, Mo Bamba. He's going to be on the center, man. So he, he might turn around and that if he starts winning, then we'll have to bench him, but uh, he can start <laughs> uh, shooting guard. <laughs> Evan Fournier definitely got to have his ass out there. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, I, I gotta throw him out there, man. I don't know. Of the tanking five. <laughs> I don't Just know, keep, man. Keep him out. There. Give him too many keys, man, and he'll find a way to crash the car. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> That's so uh, good. And uh, who else do I need? Uh, Kem Birch. I really like him, so I feel bad saying it, but he can't shoot, man. He's all defense. So Kem Birch. Dude, you should put Fultz in. Yeah, oh, and I fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck dumbass. There we go, man. Oh damn! Fuck. <laughs> uh, I think probably the worst thing that happened to the Magic this week is that uh, 
Gordon Hayward won the game for, for Charlotte against the Magic. Like, that's got to hurt. That yeah. sucks. And it was a, such an easy stroll to the basket, dude. That's what I was like. I was cringing. Yeah, man. Yeah, it just being Gordon Hayward, that, that hurt. But he got 39, man. He's, yeah. he's balling, so good for him, I guess. He did kill it that night, so. Yeah. Good, good, good for him and his League of Legends team. Oh yeah, dude, LOL for sure. Oh goddamn, Tyler, what about you, man? Well, how, the, how Blazers, the Blazers they didn't get to fucking play like all week. <laughs> it wasn't their fault. Like no, no one on their team tested for COVID, but like I think they were scheduled to play Memphis twice, and they weren't able to to get enough players and then i can't remember who else they were supposed to play but they didn't have enough players so then they finally played on sunday against the knicks and like first half they looked great dame was like on fire he stayed on fire the whole game but then uh in typical blazers fashion they blew a 25 point lead in what the third quarter and then uh and then it came down to the wire at the end of the game uh but they still won and Dame has yeah. now Dame has now officially had uh, 66 free throws in a row completed. He holy shit. He got the uh, the Blazers record, which he beat his own record of like 62. Or wait, oh yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, 62. I think is I don't know officially, but I, somewhere around there. So he beat his own record. So I'm feeling good tonight. We sucked, but to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they were playing a back to back, and they only played eight players. And they're missing Dame, or not Dame, they're missing CJ and and Nurk. So, I don't know. It was a boring week for the Blazers because they didn't get the fucking play because of COVID. Well, you won, man. It's all that matters, you know. And Dame's going to have to carry that team for a minute. So, if he's making those free throws, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 2020 all over again. No Nurk. CJ's out for a while, and he's playing with, like, a bunch of scrubs. So, let's go. <laughs> I feel like the Magic and Portland are kind of fucked by injuries a little bit right now, you know? Like, because yep. Portland, y'all would be really doing well just with those two, you know? Like, Dame would probably be the only other player that l- losing would make such an impact, would you say? Like, Nurk yeah. is your big, and then you have CJ. Like, if Dame was gone, that'd probably be the only one that matters more. Yeah, I mean, if Dame was gone, I think CJ could carry – the team for a little bit but he couldn't carry it the way that dame does mm-hmm. like if if dame's out for an extended amount of time like we might as well tank i think even if we had like cj back and we had nurk back like both of those aren't big enough playmakers to really sustain the team long term like we saw last year i think it was this time uh like same kind of end of january early february games where cj was out and obviously dame or uh not dame but nurk was out too and dame had those like three or like two 60 point games in like one week and like another 50 point game and like really put the team on his back uh he's gonna have to kind of repeat 2020 again to keep them in the mix i mean we're still sitting okay like we are in a much better position this year than we were last year six seed Uh, i think yeah coming into today we were fourth seed and then dropped to six seed after the lose but you know we're still in the middle of the pack like we're not fighting for playoff contention like we we're still above 500 we're doing okay but i don't know it's gonna be a long year (laughs) 
I think right it's a long you. year for everyone, man. Yeah. Like, how, how are your warriors, man? Dude, this this week, um, mixed emotions for sure. We lost two games against the Knicks and also the Jazz. Two against the Knicks? You lost both? No, just one. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, um, I was just saying two two game those two games, but there there's good news. Um, Steph Curry just made second in the all times three pointers list, passing uh, Reggie Miller. Um, right now he's standing at two thousand five hundred sixty two three pointers made, and he's the fastest player to ever reach that. I mean, it's Steph Curry's record to break, right? Like, he's knocking on the door of becoming number one within, like, a year. So, that's, that's pretty sorry. pretty triumphant. Um, also, the funny thing about that, it, it kind of overshadowed the, the loss. Like, after, like, dude, I, I don't like hating on the, the Jazz, but it's so easy to, you know? Like after that loss from the Jazz, everyone just talked about Steph Curry. Not really that the Jazz won by like a hundred points. <laughs> that Steph Curry beat the, the all-time record, um, Reggie Miller's record. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and also in that game, uh, Draymond got ejected. Wait, was that that game, <laughs> or was it the Knicks? I think it was the Knicks, right? Yeah. Either way, they weren't gonna win it anyways. So. Um, yeah, Draymond got ejected um, for yelling at his own teammate, James Wiseman. <laughs> so the the guy that kicked him out of the ref was a newbie. I think it's his second year. Um, unrelated to Jimmy Butler, his name is John Butler. Um, dude, what, what, what do you guys think about that? I mean, like, you're yelling at your own teammate, right? And then this ref just turns around thinking that, Draymond was like talking shit to him, but it was the rook that he was yelling at. Like Greg, like okay. um well, okay, so if you were playing like pickup basketball or you were just and there's someone yelling, even if it's your own teammate, and they're just screaming, like, hey, get the fuck over. <laughs> that guy's an asshole, you know. So and I kind of think that's Draymond Green. <laughs> so that's my only like I think it's a silly foul but who knows like mike'd on the floor he could have been like cussing up a storm and like <laughs> just like fucking losing his shit like i don't know that's probably really obnoxious <laughs> i mean what was his first um tech for because like if it was for like kind of that aggressive like foul uh mouth uh kind of comments like i could see if you if you're the ref and you're not looking at him and you hear like Hey, what the fuck you doing, you fucking idiot? Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> in in this situation, uh, develop Draymond a New Green, York accent. Yeah, he's he he's an he's an Italian that lives in New York. <laughs> I'm walking hey, here. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> some basketball here. Do what the fucking gabagool. Uh, but if you're not looking and you're hearing like Draymond Green like yelling after you already gave him a tech for like aggressive behavior i understand the call but i think like if like the coach and draymond green is also explaining to you like hey i'm not yelling at you i'm also not yelling at anyone on the knicks like i'm literally yelling at my rookie like you've got to take a step back and you know be like oh okay like maybe chill out for a sec because you might get another tech but i'm i'm gonna let that one go yeah well 
his first technical was because he was yelling at an official. <laughs> there, there we can But but Love uh, it. Um, after the first half, um, the officials came to Steve Kerr saying that they were wrong. They admitted that they were wrong. But the fucked up thing about it is that they didn't send Draymond back to to the court. Like he was just ejected for the rest of the game. Now they made a mistake. They admitted it. Shouldn't Draymond play the rest of the game? Like, what, what do you think about that? Like Tyler? I mean, I feel like, so yeah, they, they admitted a mistake and it's kind of similar to like their, what the last or the last two minute report that they mm-hmm. put out after yeah. every game where they look back and they find the mistakes and they admit it. I feel like if they were to at halftime be like, oh yeah, that was wrong of us. Like let's bring him back. The rest of the game would be chaos. Yeah. Right. Cause they would like any, like any call they would made make would be like illegitimate. That's a tough word to say. A lot of L's there. Not too legit to quit. It would be too legit to quit. Right. So you call a foul and you're like, well, are you going to look at that like a quarter later and say, Oh, that wasn't a foul. We we're going to rescind it and take those two points back. I, I do appreciate that they were able to say, Oh yeah, we fucked up on that. But I do understand why they didn't bring him back in the game because it would have just kind of screwed their officiating like the rest of it. Yeah. Greg, be- you got any thoughts on that? I, I think you can't reverse that call. You know, I think it's just got to live, live by that one, you know, maybe take a fine i don't know how that fucking works but if you're finding the players find the ref dude like yeah. if you mess a call like mess up a call that bad like find find them <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it's like that but yeah i mean steve kerr said like it doesn't matter we, we would have lost that game if draymond was in like <laughs> i feel like everything was forgotten after that just yeah. like whatever we lost totally I, th- I think Greg makes a good point, though. It's like players get fined for, you know, living their lives or saying dumb shit or like, you know, Kyrie didn't want to like talk to the media. So he got fined. I think the refs should be held accountable as well. Like if they make like a, a wrong decision, there should be some form of like punishment, like not to to bring it back to the Blazers, but there was that game. <laughs> <laughs> there was that game last year against the Jazz, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like it was uh, okay. Let me let me just go with it. Let me go with it. So there was that that um that game when uh you know the Blazers were on the outside looking in. I think it was like February, March. They played against the Jazz, and it was like down to the wire. And Dame drove to the basket and Gobert. It was like a clear goal ten. Mm -hmm. And I have never. And then we lost the game because of that. Yeah. Uh, and like I had never seen Dame that worked up, and uh that no call when it was that obvious and a ref should have caught it, like changed the outcome of the game. And I, I definitely feel like if, if it's your job to officiate correctly and you fuck up majorly like that, or the Draymond tech, like there should be some form of punishment, whether it's suspension or like a fine uh, because you want to hold like the players and coaches and staff to a certain level of like accountability. You should also do that with the refs. I super agree. I bet you like, like if it's like a small foul or something, I'm not really going to go that go that route. That seems kind of extreme. But I do think like the play that sticks in my mind is just that Kevin Durant play on the Warriors where he was out of bounds. 
Do you remember that? Like that was nuts. yeah against the Rockets. Like, that's four crazy, feet. dude. You know, like if you miss shit like that, and it's like such a big deal, and like that, yeah, dude, something should happen. Yeah, dude, I saw that, and I was like, "It's still a live ball." Okay, okay, <laughs> I didn't ball. see it. Dude. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. <laughs> but but yeah, I agree with like the suspension for a game or so, just to discipline the refs. I mean, I feel like some some of them get like power hungry um officiating the game just like joey crawford back then just like yo man take a back seat like if you make a wrong call eat it dude just eat it yeah i mean that's like that's scott foster like (laughs) the most the most notorious bad ref like he has it out for houston like sometimes he has it out for fucking the blazers like he he's looking for a reason to punish uh, true Punisher of the Week, Scott Foster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he admitted in some podcasts that they were betting on like games, so he would throw games. Like he admitted to that shit, like back in the nineties, early two thousands. I'm like, dude, like what the? <laughs> okay. There's a there's a thirty for thirty about that. Really? See? Yeah, yeah. It's super interesting. I definitely recommend it. I can't remember the name. But you can probably look it up. Uh, but it definitely like exposes that whole thing, like throwing like the NBA games. Like it was a big fucking deal, dude. I love it. I, now I'm gonna become a referee because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's but, uh, the best way to make money. Hey, guess how much they make uh, a game on average? Referee, just just to run around. Yeah, just to run around for forty eight minutes. Ten thousand dollars. No, nope, I'm gonna lower. I'm, lower. I'm gonna go five thousand. Lower, two thousand. The three thousand on average. Whoa, that's, man, that's kind of not a lot, right? That's like, like if you're like playing, or I should say, running in front of like national TV and like the biggest stage for like a is, fucking hour sport, or two, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you get like ten grand. Exactly. Well, when I was refing, uh children's soccer when i was a middle schooler yeah when i was awesome man technically my first job when i was in middle school i ref children's uh soccer i made about ten dollars a game so damn you know it only makes sense did you throw any of those games at all oh all the time yeah (laughs) whatever 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 dad was the most drunk and had the best (laughs) offer i would take it That's why we need to raise the the minimum wage to fifteen, man. These refs are starving. They're only making half a million a year. Like, come on, come on, NBA. We can do better. <laughs> Which is still fucked up because they make more than the WNBA. Like, like that's fucked up, dude. Equality. Yeah, that that is fucked up. That a ref in the NBA who who doesn't do anything but just like make the game worse uh <laughs> makes more money than an actual like wnba <laughs> player like that's fucked up yeah that's fucked up adam silver uh do something about it would you yeah doodoo doodoo uh, <laughs> of its lifetime and <laughs> okay wage gaps <laughs> all right move, moving on uh speaking of of doodoo uh shaq's been a dick <laughs> like he's just been an asshole recently oh, like he has been man like the most recent thing was was him 
in a post-game interview with like fucking Donovan Mitchell after having a great night, basically telling him, Hey, you're good, but you're not great. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Which is, is wild. Like Greg, how do, how do you feel about Shaq? Just like <laughs> disrespecting these young guys. And like, do you, do you think there's a reason why? Well, I, he's just an old head and he's a, he's a tough guy or like a air quotes, tough guy, you know, like he's, he's totally that, but I don't know. He he's a weird one because he's so funny to me. You know, like literally our last episode with Tristan, favorite sons ever. I was like Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, <laughs> like the cactus, <laughs> dude. He's fucking funny to me, man. But then he does all this shit, and he just make. He's just a bully too, you know. And he has this side of him that just seems like he's a fucking jerk. And I get what he's doing, you know, like trying to do tough love and you know make donovan mitchell work harder for it but on national television like didn't they just win the game too like yeah, yeah dude, the if you're getting, saving, right? if you're getting yep. fucking yeah. interviewed after winning a game dude congratulate him and then like that's it like why are you throwing shade during his moment that's fucked up yeah i feel like he's like trying to do this like kobe like tough love thing right and like inspire you to be better but he's just being an asshole that's not him that's why yeah yeah Shaq Shaq was notoriously lazy right like he didn't work out like he he didn't take care of his body he was just so (laughs) big and dominant because nobody was bigger than him but like that's the only reason no one could stop him he wasn't athletic like he didn't give a shit he just knew he was bigger than everybody and I think it's like unfair for him to like treat these young dudes like they're nothing just because they're not putting up like the stats that he was i, I don't know he's being an idiot yeah he he's being uh, he's being an asshole for sure i was gonna use a different word I, you know what he's being a cuck dude like you're stunting <laughs> the growth of like these like new players that's gonna be going to be the face of the nba like sooner rather than later um there's a lot of great you know um guys out there like reggie miller uh even kenny the jet like criticizing these players but in a positive light you know like yeah i see what you did there but you could have done this and um, but i i think the intention of Shaq was to be like yeah you, you did great but i think you need to work on something but that's not something you say on national tv no you, you congratulate the player if you have you know input you know hit them up and, and like if you really care about them which is so easy to do nowadays with instagram and like mm-hmm. twitter um so it's just i feel like I don't know. Ever since I've been watching Shaq, he's just been saying the wrong things at the wrong time. For sure. It almost feels like he's just trying to be kind of a jerk, like as his brand. Like he has like Shaq in a fool, which is like granted pretty funny. And Shaq is really funny. I think he's one of the funniest people in the NBA. But there, there is a difference between just like being a jerk and kind of being funny and like trying to offer like constructive criticism. Like if you were to say to him to like to say to John Donovan Mitchell in that moment, be like, hey, like you did absolutely great, but I know you can do better. Like 
that that would be one thing that probably would be inspiring but to tell him that he's good but he's never going to be great in a moment where he had a really great night against a pretty good team and arguably one of the best players in basketball of all time like he's just being a a jerk and i think he's just trying to to build his brand as that you so, know oh sorry you good do you think um, there's any chance that he was doing it purposefully just to kind of like have it be something that Donovan Mitchell thinks about, like, and remembers, you know what I mean? Like, like he took the fall where he's like, fuck it, dude, I'll be an asshole on television, but I'll call this dude out, you know? And like, maybe Donovan Mitchell will be like, I'm going to prove this dude wrong for the next year or two. I don't <laughs> have a clue, but that's devil's advocate, to be honest, because he's a douche. Yeah, I think it it was supposed to be positive. I think he just said the wrong words. Like, and and I love Donovan Mitchell's answer. He's just like, I, <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> like, dude, that's so badass, yep. right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of the young dudes really give a shit about Shaq's opinions because I mean, like, it was like he did that thing a week or two before with like Christian Woods too where he was like, I didn't know who you were before this night. And then Christian Woods called him a casual. <laughs> like, so I, I, tru- I truly don't think that Shaq watches the NBA. And I think he only watches what he needs to watch to be on yeah. TNT. And then the rest of the week, like, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't watch. Like, he'll do the research that the production team is telling him to do. And then that's probably it. Like, he's he's an old head he's disconnected from the NBA. He doesn't really know who's relevant anymore. Like if he was truly watching, like he would know that Woods is balling out and that he's a legitimate NBA player, but to say as a as an analyst for fucking TNT to say, "Oh, I don't I didn't know who you were before this game." <laughs> is nuts to me. We we should find him just like the refs, man. Yup. I'm not going I'm not going to to what what's his restaurant? Shaq's Big Chicken. <laughs> what? That's his restaurant? Yeah, he has Where? two. Yeah, I think he has one in Vegas and one in LA. Yeah, I think you're saying it wrong. Big Chicken or something? Yeah. Or big Shaq's Shaq, Big Chicken. Shaq's Big Chicken. I mean, Charles Barkley's the same way, dude. Like all these old heads are just trying to trying to be relevant, I guess. I mean, their days are are gone. You know who's worse about it, but doesn't have like the star power is Kendrick Perkins. Oh, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins trying to be relevant is way funnier than Shaq just being an asshole. Like, <laughs> there's there's just something so hilarious about Kendrick Perkins trying to be like a combination of Barkley and Shaq, but Shaq. without the but without the <laughs> career that that either of them had mm-hmm. like it, it's so fucking funny to me it, it's just it's a little I, i'm gonna be a little negative it's just a little uh desperate when you see perkins like tweet and like throw those takes out there yeah definitely i'm with you man yeah but that's like what do you do outside of like playing in the nba do you retire do you invest your money or do you become like do you work as an analyst you know that's all like fucking uh rich richard Je- what's his name rich- oh, yeah, richard jefferson. jefferson yeah on the cat like yeah he's doing the same shit man like but he's hilarious dude he's yeah, good he's man <laughs> he's good at it for but sure. that's a hard road man you know like you gotta fucking market yourself you know you gotta fucking do the whole spiel man 
Now, I let, get it. <laughs> let, let me extend this question to you guys. All right, you guys had an amazing career in the NBA, right? What's the next step for you, Tyler? Uh, I'm buying an NBA team, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna run it into the dirt like Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Call him hornies. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Or I'm gonna buy a bunch of franchises like Shaq. Damn, <laughs> because those are, those are never going out of style. That's uh, not bad. But okay, but truthfully, like I would probably do something like Richard Jefferson or Kendrick Perkins. Like, if your whole life is the NBA mm-hmm. and you are so wrapped in it and you truly love it, like I would want to continue to be involved in it. So, like, absolutely, like yeah. Dwayne Wade teaming up with TNT, awesome move. Or like Richard Jefferson joining up with ESPN and being involved in like all these different things. Like that's that's probably what I would do. I would continue to find a way to stay involved, whether it was like being a commentator or even a coach. I think that would be an interesting kind of like next step, kind of being on the other side of the court, like kind of coaching and coming up with schemes and stuff like that. It'd be really cool. What about you, Greg? Uh, dude, I'd probably just invest my money and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the Kyrie. Yeah, dude, I just put it into some businesses and, hang out for the rest of my life <laughs> or like build some like basketball courts like in your hometown like throw some love back to where you're from like i don't know like a cool outdoor court like the greg hughes outdoor court and then like the fucking magic <laughs> logo and shit because <laughs> i'm playing for the magic you know that, oh, that's, oh, where, okay. that's where i played my whole career by the way i see, I see. nice well what i'm gonna do is uh hear me out guys ralph's auto sales <laughs> <laughs> damn dude just, just sell cars man dame's doing it right now stockton's doing it uh, malone's doing it i mean everyone that's at anyone's doing it might as well sell cars dude we should uh, start that we now. should <laughs> <laughs> we should beep out malone on this podcast oh, dude, every <laughs> time we say malone <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny as fuck but uh yeah you should start that used auto sales place <laughs> also fuck carl malone yeah fuck carl malone this is the the fuck carl malone section where we just say it several times so you really understand it all all the cars that he sells doesn't doesn't even have carfax i wouldn't go there the brake the brake lines are cut and he put sugar in the gas tank. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, this is just from experience. I bought a, <laughs> bought a sedan from him, and I said I couldn't stop at the stop sign, and my car blew up. No returns, man. No returns. And he said no returns. Uh, on three. Fuck Carl Malone. One, okay. two, three. Fuck, Fuck Carl, Carl Malone. Malone. <laughs> There we go. Don't need to line that up at all. That was perfect. (laughs) That was great. Uh, Speaking of some more absurd things, uh, the Miami Heat are planning on bringing people back into the stadium. Florida. 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 Uh, (laughs) But but to make sure that it's COVID-free, they're going to have COVID-sniffing dogs uh, sniff you before you come in. Uh, I think it's it's genius, especially if you have COVID, because you could just sniff. You could just put uh, like put sausages somewhere else. Like if you had a sausage, just throw it at another person, and the dog's <laughs> gonna go sniff them. 
and you're COVID free for the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you sure it's me? It's not. It's them. They they have COVID. I'm good. Uh, Greg, as our, our as our resident Florida expert, uh, how, how, do, how do you feel about this movie? Uh, dude, I take no credit for Florida, man. <laughs> uh, I love it as well, man. I cannot wait to see how coronavirus <laughs> sniffing dogs works. I had never heard of this before until the Miami Heat. Like, this seems like some science shit that the Miami Heat should not be the one groundbreaking it on, but have you guys heard of this? Have you guys heard of coronavirus? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I heard it the other day from No Dunks, and they were uh, they were saying there's a 94% chance that it's correct. Okay. So, so there's that That's, 6% that okay, definitely uh, kill a bunch of people. <laughs> what like what kind of what breed of dogs are they using? Are they Fucking doing chihuahuas? Blood, I don't know. Chihuahuas, bloodhounds. <laughs> What's popular in Miami? Like I feel like Pomeranians would be the dog Ooh, for yeah, Miami. Nice, so they got a bunch of Pomeranians. Rottweilers. Them. Yeah, I I feel like Rottweilers more of like an LA kind of thing. Mm, that's true. A uh, more tough. Pit bulls. Um, I mean, yeah. pit bulls from there. Yeah, pit bulls from there. So I'll go with that. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a bunch of pit bulls and Pomeranians sniffing like, you for COVID. I feel like it's like a German Shepherd type dog. I don't know. Something the, obedient and like a, definitely a narc to begin with. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> and this just feels like a clickhole article, you know? COVID sniffing <laughs> dogs sniff you to allow entrance into NBA game. But don't you think that they would have had like a COVID sniffing dog like at a store or some shit like throughout the last year? Yeah. to me, to me well, it's they, just like what they, the they, fuck how is miami heat the first per- people to do this <laughs> well they just made the dogs like they're new <laughs> <laughs> they gave them yeah. covid yeah <laughs> yeah new new dog just dropped can sniff covid <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it's nuts it's gonna be a disaster this is literally going to single hand <laughs> and the nba season like Last year was a Rudy Gobert. This year is going to be a dog sniffing COVID at the Miami Heat game. You think Adam Silver was like, this is a great idea, guys. Or you think <laughs> the Heat was just like, hey, let's just like do it and then like not tell Adam until it's too late and it's in action. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely feels like it's one of those things where like a kid is like, well, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a it's a horrible idea. I think um, I'm I'm not a scientist. Never I ne- never played one on TV either. But like <laughs> I, I don't I don't think nice. it's a fucking thanks, man. I don't think it's a <laughs> it's a good idea to rely on dogs. I mean, yeah, if you want like the ultimate cuddles and snuggles, yeah, for sure. Dogs is what who you call like you know. But for COVID, nah hard pass probably just better off not bringing people into the stands yeah like, let's just yeah <laughs> let's watch they, from home they they just allowed it too like is aren't the miami heat just starting to allow fans so they they went like 17 games into the season or whatever however however many they've, they've played 
and now they're deciding that it's like a good idea to do it that's like like what happened in florida that they were like this is yep we're good <laughs> now is the time to allow some fans <laughs> well they, they got that new dog drop yeah yeah <laughs> the new dog dropped what else are you gonna do <laughs> and it it's such a fucking like uh infected place too florida <laughs> yo it's super uh, fucked <laughs> um so let's i want to bring up a new a new segment we've we've used this term a lot on this podcast and it's from an nba player uh but we want to have the certified doo-doo person of the week uh ralph do you have anyone you want to nominate for certified doo-doo of the week um i would nominate the big cactus for certified doo-doo of the week nice shaquille o'neal baby I think it's a good answer, dude. That's a good answer. Yeah. Dude, it's all about positivity. 2021. Let's be positive. Love it, man. I'm on board. Great. Charles Barkley would do that. He, he, would, he do would. that. he would do that. I don't know, man. He has a good heart. I think he wouldn't do that to Donovan Mitchell on television. Probably not on television, but I feel like he would do that too. <laughs> well, no, he would do it on television. I feel like that guy doesn't realize. I don't feel like Charles Barkley realizes he's on television. <laughs> Half the time, like, because he just says some of the most like insane shit, like, and he's just like, he he's just, you know what, he's just like hanging out, you know. That's why I love Charles Barkley. He's just like you're hanging out with him, but he's on TV, and he's just gonna think of anything, and he's just gonna say it, like, like I'm sure it caught everybody by surprise when he was on TNT. He was like, I'd like to, I'd like to bet one hundred thousand dollars that the Portland Trailblazers are gonna win the championship. <laughs> FanDuel was like, fuck, we got we got to do this, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Tyler? Who's your um, certified doo-doo? Let, let's have the people vote on this. So I have Shaq. Who you got, Tyler? I'm going to go technical fouls. I don't think there should be technical fouls in the NBA. I think the players should just do whatever they want, whenever they want. It would be the most entertaining thing <laughs> in the world. Uh, let's, let's just adopt the, the hockey rule. They should fight. And if they fight, they just get five minutes. They got to take a five-minute timeout. In the no-no box. In the no-no box. You know, you got to you gotta go sit in the corner. You got to go, for your you know what? Okay, so if you fight in the NBA, <laughs> instead, of a, instead of like a five-minute, you got to sit in the box, you got to go run drinks for the fans for five minutes. We'll put you in a customer service position. And you're gonna you're gonna go run food. You're gonna go clean up spills. You gotta you gotta work like a normal person for five minutes. <laughs> but you have to bring the COVID dog with you just to make sure you get COVID <laughs> while delivering drinks. <laughs> yeah, you got the you got the COVID you got the COVID dog, and in those five minutes, you are you uh, you can't have your NBA salary. You're making minimum wage. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Jack. Welcome to the real world, idiots. <laughs> so yeah technical fouls uh my doo-doo of the week and i also have a solution for technical fouls so if adam if you're listening i've got the plan you got the doo-doo and the wipe for it hell yeah (laughs) i got the i got the doo-doo and the dude wipe for it nice not sponsored yet by dude wipes but great product but consider (laughs) but consider this product placement greg who's your doo-doo of the week Dude wipes are the silliest shit of all time. I just want to say that is so stupid, man. Have, have <laughs> you tried one? It's like what marketed? It's just baby wipes marketed for guys. It's but the you, same shit, right? You, you can flush it. 
Yeah, you can flush it. And if you're a dude that's too manly to wipe your own shit, well, we got the solution for you, baby. <laughs> My doo-doo of the week has got to be the referee for Draymond Green. What's his name? Do you know his name, Ralph? John Butler. John fucking Butler, man. My other answer is my heart after losing the magic, losing to the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> but it's fucking John Butler. Oh, dude, that's a melted doo-doo right there in your chest, <laughs> man. Yeah, I guess you lost to Gordon Hayward twice because his family's in Indiana. Uh, and Charlottesville. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fuck, man. I was playing basketball down at the um right around the neighborhood, just shooting, and someone said it looked like Gordon Hayward. Oh, <laughs> you like, did? Someone said it to me, and I, I was just oh, like, I was like, okay, boy. thanks. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to take that information. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can go back to that park anymore. Yeah, man. that was a bummer, man. It hurt. Yeah, that was cruel and very, very mean spirited of that person. <laughs> I think it's the mustache, dude. I think I yeah, I definitely agree. At first I was like, are you just saying I'm fucking since I'm white, you're just gonna fucking go <laughs> <call me> board <laughs> <me work?" laughs> But um, I think I think it's the mustache. I mean, all white guys in the NBA are just Gordon Hayward. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah there's there's two kinds of white guys in the NBA. There's Gordon Hayward and then there's TJ McConnell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, maybe we should compile a list of uh, TJ McConnell's and also Gordon Hayward's <laughs> on a yeah. later episode. I feel like, dude, we can make like a, a racist starting five in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's good. Jonathan you gotta pay Simmons. That. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Go. Yeah, I think that's the note to leave on. Uh, <laughs> Ralph, you got anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, our episode coming up on Thursday. We have uh, Emma from Dying Wish joining us, talking Blazers with us. Um, that's about it. And uh, yeah, talk to us online, please. Love you all. <laughs> Thank you. Great. Greg, what you got uh, for us this week? I got nothing. I'm going to shout out skateboarding. Skateboarding rocks. It's a lot of fun. Y'all should do it sometime. <laughs> Tony Hawk. No, wait, Tony Hawk. You look like a Chad Muska guy. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say definitely, definitely Chad Muska. It's that. the mustache. Yeah. He's the mustache. <laughs> Thanks, wait. guys. Thanks, guys. And Who, the pu- puffy shorts. This is a quick fire question. We don't have to. You Don't give me a reason why. What's everyone's favorite skater, Ralph? Go. Rodney Mullen. Okay. Ooh, uh, PJ, PJ Lad. Ooh, good one. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Stefan Janoski. Oh, is it because nice, of the shoes? Man. The shoes are so good, man. <laughs> no, Habitat was one of my favorite companies growing up. Uh, shout out Stefan Janoski. Let's go. Also, Nike. Hometown, dude. Ho- hometown. Hell Let's yeah. go. Actually, what's that? Yeah, actually, Stefan yeah. Janoski is from my hometown. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, <laughs> baby. He skates that skate park underneath the, the bridge all the time. Yeah. That's such a good park yeah. right? uh, in Eugene. Yep. Bum yeah. shit all over it, but yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? On the topic of skateboarding, uh, I'm going to shout out local skate shop tactics. Number one. Nice. Number one skate shop online in America. They've been doing it forever in Eugene. They've been hooking it up. Great skate shop. If you need anything, wherever you are in this country, hit up tactics.com. We're not sponsored, but maybe this will get us sponsored. 
the official <laughs> podcast, the official NBA podcast run by musicians for Tactics, a skateboarding company. Let's go. I feel like they have a few secret jocks in their roster for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, as always, you can hit us up at secretjocks at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, or if you want to send us your favorite recipes, I would like to cook something. Um, and hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Give us a five-star review. We'll review it on this pod. Uh, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you listed the things so you can get it on LimeWire I hope um, yeah we'll be back at the end of the week with a, a fun interview uh, check out Dying Wish okay bye bye peace Boop. Boop.